Your uh, Mother's Day have been a wonderful, wonderful blessing. We pray that um, all of uh, those that uh, came together were uh, on one accord. We pray that uh, we've mended some fences and we've uh, just allowed the Lord to come in and just uh, behold His beauty of family. And I want to, before we get back into uh, the book of Genesis, because I believe one day that Mother's Day and Father's Day will become a holiday, I want to uh, continue to um, marinate in that. And I want to just give you some um, words of encouragement. Again, I like the uh, Crossings Devotional Bible, King James Version, uh, with the articles of uh, or by uh, Max Accardo, Jerry Jenkins, James Dobson, Joni Erickson, Tata, Gary Smalley, Bill, Lynn, Hybels, and many others. And I just like reading uh, some of those articles because I find them to be uh, facts and truths. And um, I just like giving that information, but... I just uh, want to uh, uh, marinate a little bit uh, into the uh, family and the blended family and uh, parents and, you know, because Mother's Day and just being a parent is not just a one-day thing. Um, It is something that continues throughout our life. Um, This is also something that is so uh, so important that we just don't want to treat it as if you know you get a day and that's the end. Um, our lives go on. Uh, we make the world go round as parents, and we continue to multiply and we continue to be fruitful. And with that, it uh, cultivates our world. It brings um, productivity uh, to our uh, world and we just thank the Lord that without parents uh, there could be no one there could be none of us so it's it's bigger than um, we may treat it so I want to um, read here uh, some things that I thought was really good and and then I have some uh, scriptures I want to read to you or read into your hearing and I pray that uh, 
you will uh, be blessed. It says, Children in the Blended Family by Jim Smoke. Not every family consists of a mom, a dad, and the children that were born to it, to them. When broken families find each other and decide to blend, it's the moms and dads who usually make the decision. The children come along as part of the package. And the reason why I want to read this blended family, because, of course, we have um, original um, uh, parents, uh, biological parents, but Nowadays, I think we have so many blended families, and um, I believe that if um, we do not have a spiritual balance in those families, the enemy wants to get in and kind of destroy also that uh, help, because God, uh, he works in mysterious ways, and, and sometimes he allows uh, different events to bring on uh, a, a uh, change, but the change still consists of parents, um, how he uh, allows that union to be represented. You know, uh, yes, it's always true that original parent, uh, you cannot take that. Uh, position as the original parent, but you can uh, be in uh, place uh, to, to uh, I guess I want to say, you can be in place to handle that position in a uh, loving and caring uh, environment. And I'm not going to say it, it's easy. So many adults enter into this experience with false expectations and some are more unrealistic ones. Some, some of the more unrealistic ones are this. Blending two families is easy and just needs sound organization. We will, we will all uh, be one big, happy, centered group. Uh, the kids will love one another at first sight. Now you know and I know that everybody is kind of made up different and that is unrealistic thinking that uh, children from different married families uh, will wind up at the or at the beginning begin to just love on one another. But sometimes we, you know, we, we think that because... Um, because me and the, the person or the significant other are so, you know, engaged with one another, we feel like, you know, with them seeing this, this will, you know, give way for the children to uh, accept it and, and move on. But that's not true. Uh, and we got the airplanes flying over again. So anyway, the, the kids um, will understand new parents. Uh, new rules, new living quarters immediately. That's that's not always true. The kids will simply adore and perhaps even idolize their new step-parents. Not always true. With a little discipline, the kids will act, live, think like the children in the Brady Bunch. We all would like a Brady Bunch family, but that that's pretty much staged. Or 
it will uh, sound like a cheerful, well-behaved, and always uh, playing together happily type of family. If you've been living in a blended family for any length of time, you already know that the above is pure fiction. What I just said to you, that's kind of like, you know, pure fiction. What really happens when families are blended is really this. You spend a great deal of time patching broken family relationships. You come to dread that part of the holidays when the children pass each other in the airports. And some days you wonder which children belong to which parent or what planet. You quickly tire of being the bad guy, step-parent, and hearing children say, My real father, mother said I could do this. And we know we hear those things. You wish for an easy way out when it comes to dispensing discipline. On some days you are loved and hated in the very same moment. And anyone from a blended family could probably add another hundred rude awakenings to this list. Blending two families successfully depends on two attitudes. Realism, inspired, patience, and love for God. Realism says this. This is how things are, and this is the structure I have to work and grow in. I accept it. And I will learn how to do it with God's help. You must, you most certainly cannot do this alone. It takes God's help. Love for God says all these children are gifts of God. And God has brought us together. And above all else, God wants us to love each other. And when you starting with a foundation like that, I guarantee you, it gets better as the days go by. Children often enter into new family structure feeling resentful because what they really want is for their mother and their father to get back together and restore their original home. And we know that to be true. When two married couples uh, depart, uh, especially when those when the kids are, you know, younglings, uh, very young in age, they they don't understand, and we don't expect them to. So, you know, there's a big deal there. There's something going on. I'm talking kids uh, from the cradle to, I can say, all the way up until maybe, i say 20, because I believe from, from the cradle to 20, you're still, you know, struggling with a lot of, uh, identity issues and and school and and your peers and and just all those things you know especially during your school time, uh, age are uh, also playing a part of uh, your um, life and environment. But that is uh, really what is going on in the minds of children. And so when uh, the people uh, remarried. Uh, tells them that it will not happen. Um, and this is going on in the minds of children. And this may all bring in the anger and the frustration to the surface in that new family because 
as they uh, begin to, um, I won't say actually settle in, but come into an awareness and and uh, kind of like establishing this is where I am and this is the new people in my life or one of the new people in my life, then they realize that that remarriage may not happen with the uh, ex-spouse. Uh, and I'm talking about original children from an original marriage. Not a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a friend with benefits or whatever kind of friend. I'm talking about a husband and a wife and their biological children or a husband and a wife with their uh, children together because one parent may have children prior to a boyfriend and girlfriend relationship and one may have children uh, prior to <clears throat> excuse me a marriage and they have come together and married and uh, those children were actually raised from the cradle in, uh, in that um, union. And it can, that pretty much can happen uh, in several ways. So we won't uh, just put just that in concrete, but we're talking about a marriage and a family, uh, something that God has ordained. So anyway, we're going to um, continue on. All these children, we have, like I said, know that they're gifts from, from the Lord. But all these things, again, they surface when, when the blended family come together um, with the children, uh, realizing that this is it here and this is the new family. And early in the second marriage, children in a blended family often alternate um, in their minds the hate and the love syndrome i hate you today i love you tomorrow and in the remarriage it is an unwanted change fostered um, onto them by someone else so it, it's an unwanted change that you know the children are experiencing because this is not my real mom this is not my real dad and they're uh, you know making me do things that um, I don't want to change. And kids may decide in the first week that they are outsiders. And we know that is a real problem when the kid can't seem to uh, trust that he is part of, of that family, of that uh, union, and that marriage of those two people, one being their parent. So that's that's a problem going on with uh, the blended family. And um, while the other children are uh, insiders, which means if that child was on the outside coming into a home that the parent had already was in operation and then the other parent moved in with their children, then... Is like, you know, I can only imagine the child feeling his whole life has been shifted. I'm coming into someone else's space. Nothing in this home feels 
quite right because I, I didn't grow up in it and I wasn't raised in it and I just don't feel any connection. There is no bond there. And that is true. And that's why I say that uh, it really takes uh, the Lord uh, leading and um, helping us to kind of get those uh, situations balanced and, and uh, love being uh, shared. Maybe going to church and sitting in on different uh classes that that your uh, church may house to um, help warm up uh, your family uh, engaging with other families and and just learning from one another there's a lot of things that we can do uh, spiritually that really will uh, help us to understand and I believe that's what it's all about getting some understanding and um just working through those tough moments because I know it's not easy. But don't you give up. Hang in there. It'll get better. Uh, I think sometimes we have to allow that space, that time, and that patience for uh, those children to to grow up um, and mature and knowing that no matter uh, what is going on, our love is unconditional. And we're there through the good, through the bad, through the ugly, through the confused, through the drama. Uh, we won't give up because we are in a family and we are a union. And uh, one thing I want to say this to one thing we can't do is allow the children to become the parents and um, allow the children to uh put two parents one at the other you know I think like I said at the beginning we have to be firm this is how it is and this is what it's gonna be and uh, parents letting uh, both sides children know that we are the parents we set the, the rules and these are and these are the things that we are going to value and live by. And when a child see that he cannot um, overstep his boundaries and and uh, become as if he's the uh, manager of the home and, you know, it's their way or else you're going to have some kind of trouble, then I think um, things will uh, begin to uh, be be reestablished and and uh, you'll have a, a happier environment as long as you allowing the children to know who is the uh, authority in that home. So um, there's a lot of things uh, going on and and like I said, uh, a lot of times the children are not, are not wanting to. Uh, foster someone else's uh, rules and, and decisions but um, we have to work at it and uh, and feelings don't really they don't change overnight children need to feel the same sense of security and belonging that adults do but if the new family blending is not good from their perspective they may hope it will end and there is some children that I don't care what you do they are uh, just 
in their mind, in their process, I don't care what you do. I don't want this to last. And then they may even try, if they're a little older, do things that will try to sabotage uh, that uh, uh, union. So that's why I say we really need to need the Lord's guidance and his uh, perspective uh, on that because it's very delicate. Um, they may hope it will end. And if it does seem good to them, they may fear that it will end. So they still have some kind of mixed feelings. I hope it ends, but oh, maybe I don't want it to end because then I don't know, you know, if I'll get this family back. And There's a lot going on. And there are no simple answers or, or magic formula to help children adjust to a blended family. In a first marriage, the parents are both on the scene before the children arrive. And in the second marriage, with children's attached, the children are there before the step-parents arrive. So you don't have the years uh, for everyone to bond slowly and naturally. Uh, it is a spot-welding job at best, and you sincerely hope that the weld will hold. And that's what it is. is you're going through this blended family, and you're kind of welding um little things together and you hope that what you're pouring in will will stick like like uh crazy glue you know it's, it's crazy but uh what we're doing is working is sticking and we pray that it will continue because in the second marriage um, almost everything uh, that uh pre-existed goes into the blender and it creates a new union. Everything that, that was going on prior to that second marriage, it's, everything is being mixed up. And we pray that uh, this uh, will uh, create a, a, a new union, uh, dealing with the past, the present, and the future. All become quickly intermixed. We must strive in that process to create a new beginning for both parents and children alike. But we must remember that the Lord is part of the process. He's got to be. And if any of the blending is to work, it will come from God giving grace, understanding, forgiveness, and love. Children are a gift from God. He knows them and what they need. He knows what makes life work. And... That is the only way, I believe, to get through uh, without, you know, pulling your hair out of your head and throwing your hands up is allowing the Lord to uh, help us with that work. So I pray that you have gotten something out of that. Um with a blended family and I pray that you will roll up your sleeves and you'll give it a try you'll get it get back in there if you feel like you've been falling down and and uh, just pray where you are in, in those moments and ask the Lord to give you some uh, direction and some guidance and ask him to create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit and as always, 
I'll send you out with a song. I believe the children are future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. And if by chance that's special place that you've been dreaming of. Jesus was the best thing I've ever